Hello, whoa, whoa, Brooklyn. It's your boy Podnam up in the building, and it is the one double O celebration episode. Milestone has been hit. Padru also up, up in the building. Well, not this building, but the other building. Where where are you at, Padru? How you doing? I'm doing good, Podnam. It's your boy Padru over here. Happy 100, long awaited. I'm in a Casterly Pod right now over here in, in the pod room of the cast castle. And uh, hopefully we'll be later on in the episode, hopefully we'll maybe together again at that point. But uh, yeah, doing good. How's it going? It's it's going, man. I, I think, uh, I mean, summer's almost over, but at the same time, this is one of the most exciting times in sports. You it know? is. Well, yeah, I mean, there's plenty... Uh, Plenty going on right now. Baseball season wrapping up. Football season, preseason right now. It's it's uh, coming up. But NBA wise, it's completely the off season. But is there an off season anymore in the NBA? Not, not anymore. Not anymore. I think um, I think the moves that Adam Silver and I guess the tail end of David Stern uh, tenure has made sure that there's so much opportunity to. Uh, highlight players organically like they allow the biggest thing I think is allowing YouTube content and not restricting it I don't know if NFL does that but they allow anyone to post any basketball video at any time with no copyright because that expands the whole audience to the world so I think that's yeah awesome does it, yeah does the NFL do that I don't know I'm trying I'm thinking on that now I don't believe you can do that I don't think you have the same there may be some restrictions I think baseball is like the worst one MLB like restricts everything Football, I'm not sure. It might be a little in between. But, yeah, what you're saying about NBA is true. Um, and, and that is, I guess I wasn't 100%. I, I knew you talked about that before. But so you really can post any video without having any um, rights to it or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been, um, it's been like, I remember David Stern was talking about it either in an interview with, like, not Grant Hill, but uh, it was PTI or someone at NBA.com or whatever, and he's like, yeah, we made that decision very early that our online presence needs to be everywhere. So the best way to do that is to have, you know, kids in Malaysia watch watch basketball game replays of Jordan um, with no with no conflict, unless their the country hates Michael Jordan for some reason. Um, I don't I don't know why Malaysia would hate. Michael Jordan. I don't. Maybe I don't think he like right. went there to their casinos and like stole all the money gambling. I don't know. But uh, he, yeah. So it is definitely forward thinking by the NBA in this regard, and and they do have a younger. It would seem a younger audience overall. So uh, that's yeah. smart in that regard, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I um, I've, I think so. I'm a little older than you, but I think we basically have somewhat of the same experiences of like transcending the 90s basketball to the early 2000s where you know LeBron's era and then to now like uh, they've said like the 80s is the only one I don't remember as much but I do remember you know watching uh, like Showtime Lakers my dad was a huge fan of Magic Johnson and now now to the present day or even 10 years ago you could look up those games in the 80s and mm-hmm. that will jog my memory and that's going to be passed down from generations to generations and I think it's ultimately I think we could probably have a de- debate on this on a separate episode how NBA is going to take over all all sports eventually especially NFL with all in America bad. you're saying it yeah, the world 
Yeah, I, I would. Well, it's already an international sport in the world. Soccer beats it because all you need is a ball, and that's it. Um, but same thing with basketball. You may need a net as well. Yeah. But, like, but but NBA, we're talking NBA, that league specifically, not the sport of basketball, right? So it's going to be hard everywhere because the teams are in, you know, in the United States. So well, no, I was talking about it as a global game overall, like NBA. Oh, this game of basketball, or right, okay, right, yeah, like the basketball Jones with uh, Chris Rock. You know, everyone's got a basketball Jones. Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like to reference that a lot. Do I? <laughs> That's I, this is a you brought it up before. I definitely remember that. Well, well, if I had... Hey, it's the 100th episode of uh, now. Of course, you're going to repeat yourself a little bit. Well, I think we should give some instructions to uh, anyone listening new to this, uh, to this podcast as being the first episode they're listening to. Um, we should have them listen to all 99 uh, episodes prior to that. And Plus, bite. we have a lot of uh, Brooklyn Bites, yeah. We haven't, episode 99 was, frankly... A long time ago, we must have been putting out what we call Brooklyn Bites when we're talking basketball since then, which uh, has gotten a little confusing, but yeah, go, just go back and listen to the whole back catalog, of course. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, today... Uh, all right, it, pause it, and now it's all right. Now it's like three, <laughs> three weeks later, they caught up, ready to go. Let's well, they can listen to it at like five speed on some podcast-like things, so they could really like binge watch it or binge listen to it pretty, pretty hardcore. So we we haven't talked about basketball in a while, um, like you mentioned, and there's been a lot of things that's happened since past. The NBA schedule got released. Um, the biggest factor there was the uh, the games being, I think, two weeks earlier, less less preseason games or no. I think it's even no preseason games. I believe. I confess, Padnam, I did not actually look at the schedule yet at all. Oh no, I know it was really slept under, uh, swept under the radar, um, because of all the chats of like free agency and stuff, and then also, uh, you know, football was starting with the Hall of Fame game, so coverage wasn't really there as much. But I do want to give, um, I do want to start with the biggest news in the past forty-eight hours. I think it's almost probably like forty-four hours at this point. Yeah. That news being Andrew Wiggins fires his agent when he's got a deal on the table. Yes, that is, uh, that's, and also, uh, that's not the only biggest news, but Naren's Noel is turning down $17 million from the Mavs a year because he believes he deserves the max. So those are, those are big, big, uh, game changing, uh, factors. Right. We could have an hour podcast about that in itself. (laughs) Each of them. Yes. Yes, you sure. For sure, for sure. And then also, the whole the whole aspect of uh, Clippers hiring Mark Hughes as their assistant GM, that really got slept under the radar there. So mm, That may be that is a half-hour pod only, but yeah. <laughs> um, are you pumped for the NBA season, first and foremost, Drew? Are you, are you excited? Well, this is going to get into what I'm... You know, I, I assume this is going to get into the real news that we're going to talk about, jokes aside. Um heavily involving my Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, based on some of the drama that's gone on, you know, in the past month since the, they lost in the finals, right. I'm not – it's hard to say if I'm excited or not. I'm, it, it's also the fact that I've got we, – we mentioned other sports. You know, I'm a big Cleveland sports fan. Got my Cleveland Tribe. Got my, you know, perennial loser Browns coming up. Right. And, you know, I'm a big football guy, NFL guy. So 
I'm getting excited. I'm excited about those two sports more so than basketball right now. But I mean, basketball, NBA, like we're saying, it's all year round. Now it is trying to get, keep my attention too. So I'm sure when the season is like about to start, when it's closer than right now, it's August. So when it gets closer, I'm sure I'll be more excited than than I am now. But based on some of the drama that's gone on, I'm not feeling great about the organization uh, as a whole. So yeah, mixed feelings, I would yeah. say. So, How excited are you about the Nets season coming up? I'm pretty pumped, um, and the Nets season also affects your season um, as well. Yeah. Again, uh, with this news, that's true. Well, yeah. should we just get into it, or I mean, uh, no, I mean, we should just make it organic, yes, and just get into it. So, I will uh, give the people the breaking news from 44 hours ago: Kyrie Irving. Oh, plus, plus wait. More, sorry, just to say, 44 hours ago from when we record this, who, who knows when this is out? So it could be. Could be quite a, quite a few hours ago. Sorry, go right. Ahead. We're, we're going to keep that a mystery. No one's going to know when we re- actually recorded it unless they actually do the math. So, um, so yeah, yeah Kyrie easy. Irving of Melbourne, Australia, also via Melbourne, Melbourne. That's how the Australians pronounce it. Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, fastest. Um, that's all I get. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so Kyrie Irving of uh, Melbourne, uh, Australia, and also New Jersey, uh, Jersey boy, and also uh, your Cleveland Cavaliers, Padre, mm-hmm. is officially not wearing a jersey, unless he's on the NBA 2K cover, of Cleveland and is a Bostonian Celtic. Green jersey, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who do they give up again? It was uh, on, uh, Antic uh, Zurich. Oh, the Celtics. Well, the trade was for Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Crowder, Ante right. Zizic, who hasn't played in the NBA yet. He's overseas um, playing last year, but obviously he was on signed by the Celtics. And uh, really, the capper on the deal, the 2018 on uh, what is the word on. Um, the draft pick that the Nets unprotected draft pick from originally from the Brooklyn Nets in their foolish uh, Billy King moves. So that's the spread that we got for Kai Kai. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so raw reaction um, from you uh, is is what are you? Well, are you re- really upset? Are you excited with the talent? What? Who won the straight? What you got? What you got? For like, like we said about it's 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 two days later at this point. Um, so it's not my complete my my first raw reaction was kind of sadness because I look. Let me said Kyrie Irving, at least until very recently, was my favorite player in the NBA. He's on my favorite team. He was arguably the second best. Not even arguably, he was the second best player on the team. His style of play is very exciting to me. It's one of my favorite things to watch in basketball. The way he just the layups he puts up, the way he glides into the paint, puts up these crazy shots. Don't, don't get blocked. They go off all angles of the of the backboard, um, and he made some uh, incredible three pointers and big shots. Uh, obviously, none bigger than the championship winning from two years ago shot in Steph Curry's eye. So, what a couple weeks before that, when he's announcing he wants to trade from the team, it's very upsetting to me. And then when I see him go to Boston, my uh, probably one of my most hated teams I, in general the background on me I'm a Boston sports hater don't like any you know I hate, I hate on Boston sports and they're, they're Kev's biggest rival in the east now so when I saw I went there even before I was like um, really 
thinking about what we got in return. I was upset about it, like sad about it. Didn't want to see him go to Boston of anyone. But a couple days later, now I've taken some time to think on it. He demanded to be traded, so what are they going to do? We brought this new GM in. He's only been on the job like less than a month, I think, Kobe Altman. This is probably the best From deal we've... Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, he is. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, this is probably the best deal we could have possibly gotten, So, especially with that, that bonus pick darn in. So I guess overall I'm happy about it, but there, there's other thoughts on like where the Cavs go from me. Like LeBron, of course, elephant in the room. Is he going to leave after this year? All that stuff you got to think about now, so... Uh, but overall, it's, it seems like the general consensus is Cavs won the trade. I would have to, I guess, agree with that. Even though I'm sad about Irving not being in the team anymore. Um, what are your thoughts then? Did did my team win the trade, like people are saying? So my raw reaction was, what the fuck? Um, because I'm typically, you know, we're both very sport fanatics, uh, or we are sport fanatics, and... I checked Twitter pretty religiously. I believe I had to go to an appointment or some kind of show that night, uh, Wednesday night when it went down. So all I saw before I got off the train was like this picture of Kyrie in a Celtics jersey with Gordon Hayward uh, photoshopped. Um, but there's they were no in the like, same jersey. Like, photoshopped in the same jersey together. Yeah, it was it was a twin. It was, Super uh, size. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like they one of them actually Kyrie had the bigger head on the shoulder and um and Gordon had the smaller one. So when it came down to it, I I, I came back out of whatever I was doing at ten o'clock and had breaking news from not just uh, Twitter and other things. New York Times actually broke the news to me, which we were just talking about how NBA has grown to a you know, year long and uh, sport, and the storylines yeah. are so much more interesting than anything else. Um, there's a lot of drama, and I love I love the fact that that actually happened. And I was just still in disbelief, so I spent like 30 minutes of reading articles, not understanding why this happened, uh, especially to a a same conference and number one rival to you in that conference. Yeah. Um, I believe the Cavs won this trade uh, for the long term. Uh, based on what they might go through with LeBron James potentially leaving. Um, but I believe right now Kyrie Irving switching uh, teams to Boston does make their team so much more um, competitive and talented. Gordon Hayward also, and then Jason Tatum, and then Jalen Brown coming back for a really, okay. really good scene. So. Well, it's let's like talk about that, 50, but, 50. but real quick, can I just can I even backtrack a few weeks, uh, you know, back in time even more and get your, what was your reaction when you heard that Kyrie once traded up the Cavs in general? Yeah, we didn't touch up on that. Um, no. So, my reaction was, uh, it'll blow over, people will go back to, you know, the team and they'll just deal with it in training camp. Like, that's the logical thing that I would feel would happen. Uh, due to the erratic uh, Cavs front office, um, it's just it, it's just so shitty that fans like yourself uh, have so much have an incompetent uh, owner and an incompetent uh, and people that are just really young and not experienced to the job running the team now. So my yeah. my shock my shock overall was just like this is not going to do anything. They're still going to be together because LeBron's got one year. He's not going to be traded. So the Cavs are going to be like, 
whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, you deal with it. Um, you're on the championship team with the best player in the world. Figure it out. There's always conflict. Kobe, Shaq. Um, I think that's the only one I can remember right now. But I heard Chris Bosh and LeBron James uh, didn't get along that well as well. In really? Miami. So, uh, yeah, uh, the real J-Farb Josh uh, gave me that insight. Um, who will we will be talking to, or I'll be talking to later. Um, after. But he gave you the insight already, even though you're talking to him later? Yeah, yeah, I'll be talking to him later, because you just said you can go back two months in the past. Oh, okay, so you're going to the future. I can also do that. Um, I also have that ability. Okay, so you didn't think it was actually Kyrie would be traded. You think it would blow over and he'd be like, all right, sorry, guys, I didn't mean what I said, or what, what do you mean, you know? You really uh, thought that? Yeah, because, I don't know, maybe in the in the past, I can't remember a specific example, but definitely in the past, there has been situations where people get upset or whatever in the offseason, they say stuff. Um, but this is probably pre-social media NBA when that stuff happened, you know, it was just coming out and, and ESPN articles online or, you know, in the magazine. And players would just come back in training camp, figure it out, hash it out, and just move on. Um, so the general public might not even been aware of some of this stuff since it wasn't on not, social media. Not on a magnified level. No, not at yeah, all. True. Yeah. Well, it, this is pretty, uh, it seems to me a pretty unique situation. Like players beef and stuff and teammates, obviously. But like a player, a number two guy in a team who's playing with like arguably the greatest player of all time, non-arguably the greatest player in the league today, wanting to, who's going to, Meaning you're going to be in the championship pretty much every year for a while. Right. Wanting, not wanting to play with that guy is kind of crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it makes no sense uh, for so many reasons just because uh, Kyrie, know, like they, I already said this, they know LeBron has at least one year left in Cleveland. We don't know what right. will happen. He may, you know, he may navigate the front office himself again and have a World Wide West acquire another player um that's kind of like the kevin love situation and i just it it just befuddles me because even that before that the rumor was they were gonna potentially look to trade kyrie irving for clay thompson um that was one of the rumors and which is weird i'm i like what we got better than if that would have happened that would that storyline would have been this is a pretty good storyline but like that storyline would the nba everyone in the nba's head would have exploded Right now, it's already weird that the two teams and the, the two best teams in the East make a swap when they're in direct co- contention. Right. But yeah, the two teams that are ultimately in the finals over here now—that would be even crazier. True, but that would be I so do think insane. we get. I like with the pick and Isaiah Thomas and and pieces better than a, a straight up swap for Clay. Which again, yeah, I can't imagine that whatever would have happened, but it seems like it was on the table. I don't. But okay, so is is Kyrie like? You know, there's the whole flat earth thing and what he believes and what he talks about. Is he just, like, ha- have a couple screws loose, do you think? Or, you know? <laughs> um, well, a lot of people there was have... A, <laughs> Go ahead. There was a good joke about, uh, like, someone had on Twitter about, like, how does Kyrie feel about going to a city where the paper's called The Globe? <laughs> Is he going to be confused there? <laughs> That's good. No, that's really good. And then I saw either on NBA TNT, they did a visual, like, 30-second, uh, like, swapping, just showing, like, Kyrie leaving from Cleveland, 
and going to Boston, but the world was flat every single time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this is how he's navigated his way over. So um, I'm well, sure. Do they still have? Sorry to cut you off. Do they still yeah. have inside the NBA and TNT when when it's off season? They, I mean, their social media team is always oh on, doing, online okay. doing things. Yeah, um, yeah. and their NBA dot uh, NBA or NBA TV is the same studio Turner's. They so they always have. You know, Shaq could come in on summer or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I I just can't believe Kyrie would uh, would want to force his way at least now in this offseason. I can't believe something happened so bad for them not to be able to work it out. You know, like LeBron James may be a very um, egotistical uh no, I wouldn't say sociopath, but I would say like he's just no. Yeah, he's very he's very uh, LeBron centric. Let's just say he's building his brand. He's constantly warning about that. So, but I think overall he's a awesome dude that I've never met, and I think that he's always looking the best interest of himself a little bit more sometimes. But it, when it came down to Cleveland, he would always talk to Kyrie, and he'd be quoted on like like I remember the moment when they lost the finals. I think what was told, like he's like, "Don't worry, man, brother. We're gonna, we're gonna get them back. We're gonna be back here." Yeah. Like that was the last moment they had together as teammates, and uh, it's opposite of like Shaq and Kobe, you know, where Shaq would be like, "Yo, eat my ass," or like, uh, <laughs> "How's that taste?" <laughs> right. Exactly. Right, exactly. Man. So like, I mean, I there's like. <sighs> So there is, like, for LeBron, there is, like, a public persona type of thing, and maybe there's a private behind-the-scenes one we don't see. So we don't know what the real conversations are, maybe, but it does seem, yeah, like, they, they should be able to work whatever out, at least for another season. But that's why I'm saying is, like, does Kyrie really have some mental issue? Like, Yeah, he may have something challenging. He only played uh, at Duke for, like, <laughs> for like a games. week. A week, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think he's a really smart guy based other than the, the science stuff. Um in terms of like basketball IQ, like I, I think he's very yeah. up there and smart. So, well, go ahead. Should we talk? Well, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about before actually talking about how he's going to look on the Celtics. Like, we get into that, like how he's at basketball IQ wise and otherwise, how is he fitting in on the team now? And yeah, trans- the team let's transition be? into that. Let's let's hit yeah. it up. So, what do so, you think? Well, it's interesting because the, the Celtics have, like, almost a new team next year now. Like, they, they only have four remaining players from last year left on the squad, I believe. Right, right. Uh, obviously, they got Tatum coming in, their rookie is draft pick, and then got bring, Bradley? Uh, signing Hayward, yeah. yeah. Bradley's Morris. off, so. Marcus Morris on. They still have Horford, obviously. Um, their lineup, I would say, is still not better than Cleveland's. Um, no. no. It's, I guess it's the clear number two, though. Um Kyrie, the big knock on him is he doesn't pass the ball. Isolation type of play a lot. Looks to score himself. Not a traditional point guard in that way. But now he's coming in on on a Brad uh, Thompson. Not, uh, sorry. A, um, why am I blanking Stevens. on Brad? Brad Stevens coached a uh, team who likes a team basketball game. And maybe Kyrie's old coaches, at least in the NBA, weren't as good. You know, he had four different coaches over his years there, and none of them were that great, really, if you look at it. I mean, right. it didn't work out at least, so Mike Brown was one of them. I mean, so do you think if it's kind of a situation where 
uh, paper meets rock, who is going to win in this? You know, Kyrie can represent the rock, and is is uh, Brad Stevens going to be the paper smothering paper boy? that paper impulse? Boy? Is he going to be the yeah. paper boy? Yeah, he's a boyish type of guy. Yeah. He's going to be that paper boy smothering that impulse from him and smoothing right. it out like paper to get the team to gel together better. What do you think? Um, so you're basically just asking me just uh, if Kyrie will change his basketball Change his game to right, fit to what Stevens wants and to fit a better team. Yeah, I, I think I, I think since Stevens is so likable, um, and there's a couple of bits or inside uh, news before he said, I forgot who it was. Oh, David Griffin was on a was on the jump, and he said that you know he Kyrie wanted to play for these four teams. I think it was New York. Miami, San Antonio, and somewhere else. I can't. San Antonio is the one everyone that, that was talked about the most, even though people thought it wouldn't obviously wouldn't happen. But right. But then he also David Griffin also mentioned like yeah he also he apparently he didn't get along with Tyrone Lue a lot uh, that well and was and Dave you know and um what was your coach before that David uh, Blatt David Blatt yeah Blatt Blatt who Blatt. who interestingly enough the the one player they got Zizic. He was overseas playing in Israel last year where Blatt was coaching him, interestingly right, enough. Right, um, So it was told by David Griffin that he also wanted to play for a really awesome coach like Popovich, and then he even dropped Brad Stevens as a name. So even though publicly Kyrie's information of what teams he wanted to play for, I think he did want to play for Brad Stevens, so therefore he will okay. do whatever it takes to, one, uh, be successful as a player, to uh, to get the guidance um, and of his coach and knowledge, he's only twenty five, right? Um, yeah. And also to be uh, to be the alpha number one player on the team, like he needs to he needs to first be a team player for for people to listen to him, like LeBron yeah. has done for the past and I guess six years. A lot of his rationale for the demanding the trade was because he wanted to be the guy on a team, not be in the shadow of someone. So that would make sense, but we have to see if it actually happens. Um, but I don't, now I'm, now I'm blanking on what I was just about to, I was going to bring something up here about it, but no, I forgot, I forgot what that was, so continue. That's okay. Um, I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, so we just talked about how Kyrie will, uh, do what he will do, but Isaiah Thomas is, yeah. he was on every storyline of everything from the playoffs due to the tragedy of his sister. Uh, due to the fact that he has been, he's been lighting up. He was the best player um, in the fourth quarter last, like five minutes mm. of, or two minutes of the fourth quarter last year uh, in the NBA PER rating, and and he he had videos, he had recruitment, he had tweets uh, for Gordon Hayward. He was one of the reasons to come to Gordon, Boston. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it shows that there's no loyalty in the NBA at None all. None whatsoever, yeah. And that's yeah. why the players then can say, you know, why should we be loyal when the owners aren't to us? And, you know, right. so. Like a decision sense. like Kevin Durant and LeBron James before that to leave teams, right. they may be affect fans and they may be shitty, but this is the only windows they have. And if they have an injury in the future, they really don't have any, you know, opportunities. Yeah. So. So that actually, I do remember what I was going to bring up. Now, um, it's still about Kyrie, but but about the trade in general. So, since people are saying the Celtics got fleeced a little bit, maybe or what have you, Ainge, what are you doing on this? Does Ainge think he has some type of agreement with Kyrie? Since Kyrie does seem to want to play there, 
as you're saying, to, to resign after his two years are up and like maybe be a long-term Celtic? Do you think something like that could have happened? Um, so when I was talking to um, Jay Farb, and I've talked to him offline about this because he lives and breathes uh, Boston Celtics, and he was saying, like, every single time, like, a PG-13 rumor trade came up or, like, any other players before that, I think, I forgot what that deal was. Um, it was, like, during the draft, they were, Boston was ready to give up, like, three of those picks and all these players for one specific player. I think it might have been PG. I'm not sure. And he would, Ainge would be holding his cards, right? He would be holding his cards, would not want to cash in right. on a player um, not knowing if they're going to resign uh, for the, you know, the coming year after that, um, and this is the first time he actually did do the opposite. He did the opposite of what his philosophy or approach was. So there's got to be some kind of, uh, you know, incentive uh, or rest- I don't know if they can restructure the contract unless they get an extension. I think that's probably the thing that. Uh, Kyrie wants he wants a change in scenery and wants to be able to be there long term. So I, I believe it's true that they they got a green light somehow. That hey, it's okay. We're gonna I'm gonna be committing to you guys long term uh, because these are all the factors okay. he wanted in his request for a trade. So and that's why they might Ainge might have been willing to throw in that Brooklyn pick then. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think originally one of the things was oh they wanted Jason Tatum. Um, instead of the Brooklyn pick. Rebound. 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 Rebound.